Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. You're listening to episode 44 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. This is just another quickie episode where I am letting you tune into a self-care coaching call that I had with one of my clients recently. And this is a very special week, a very special episode because, gang, we are going to be hitting 10,000 downloads of the show this week. I can't believe it. Y'all, I remember when I reached a thousand, even a hundred, I was like, oh, yay, people are listening. It's more than just like my mom and like my besties and like my husband listening. I hope this show has brought you inspiration to just start taking some simple, small steps to finding your own version of self-care. It's so vital for your mental health. And I know the power of self-care because I have been tired, overwhelmed, overstressed, and just wanted to find time for myself and feel my best. And through my system, I found that for myself. And I'm so excited to be able to offer that to other people through the show, but also through my self-care coaching opportunity. So before we get into this episode... Something really exciting. So I thought since we are hitting 10,000 downloads this week, we should do a giveaway. So here's how to enter. If you go into iTunes and type up a review of the show, take a screenshot of it and message me on Instagram at emilynichols22 showing me that you left your review, I am going to enter you into a drawing for a free self-care coaching call with me. Just like what you're getting to hear today, I'll take you through my three-tier coaching system, talk a little bit about your daily habits and habit stacking these new self-care activities that I know will help lay the foundation to your own personalized self-care routine to make you feel your best. So to celebrate 10,000 downloads, just go over to iTunes, leave a rating, write a review, take a screenshot of it, and direct message me on Instagram at emilynichols22, and let's see if you'll be entered. Yes, you will be entered. (laughs) Let's see if you'll win a free self-care coaching call with me. Again, thank you. I'm so grateful to you for listening. Let's get into today's show. Yeah, I'll kind of outline what we're going to do today and we'll get started, but pretty much I'll take you through my three-tier self-care coaching system. I Self-care is so important and so vital, especially in this time that we're experiencing right now, but I feel like there's a sense of overwhelm right now, and especially just on social media. I feel like there's a lot of really great suggestions, but it's also okay if you don't want to do anything as well. 
Um, but these are just a few things that you can start doing some small steps today in order to take better handle of your self-care. Um, but like I said, I'll take some notes as we're going along. You take some as well. And I'll be sending a follow-up email once we're done, kind of outlining a few of the things that we talked about. Um, and then I'll check in with you one month from today, just as a little added um, layer of accountability to see how things are going. Um, yeah. So to get started, kind of tell me a little bit about what you are hoping to get out of today's call. Um, well, honestly, if, I, if I'm being totally transparent, I really don't have much of a self-care plan. Sure. Uh, and so when, you know, I've been following you for a little while and when you decided to offer coaching, I thought, you know, I know this is something that I need in my life and I just don't do it. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, some, some tips and tricks, of course, but certainly talking about, you know, your ability to fence off the time or the resources or whatever it is that you need to, to take care of yourself. Uh, I'd love some tips on how to prioritize that. Sure, sure. And you know, that's probably the biggest challenge I hear from a lot of my clients is, holy moly, where do I schedule the time and what do I prioritize? Which, you know, looks different for everybody. Okay, great. Well, we'll get into that a little bit. So, well, to get started, I want to kind of go through like what a typical day looks like for you, like habit wise, kind of take me through once you get up in the morning, as simple as brushing your teeth or making your coffee and what your day looks like, some habits that you do habitually, no matter what you don't have to think about. Um, okay. So, um, really my, you know, my, I, I wake up in the morning I try to um, put some prayer time in first straight away. Um, and then I typically kind of move into get ready and get out the door mode. So um, I am putting together breakfast and lunch. I am um, making sure that I have everything I need. I have a big dog. So I have about 30 minutes in the morning where we get out for a walk. Um, and so I have about, it's about a 90 minute process, really the, um, get up, get ready, get to get the dog taken care of and get out the door. Um, and, but there's, you know, so, but there's, you know, most of the, you know, sit and drink a cup of coffee or a cup of tea that happens for me. Once I get to the office, mm -hmm. um, I make it at home, put it in a thermos and take it with me. Mm -hmm. Great. What does um, like midday look like for you? Do you take a break for lunch or what does that look like for you? Typically I end up um, needing to work through lunch. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do often get, I mean, at least get up and have a, you know, interact with other people. Um, a couple of times a week I'll intentionally not pack my lunch so that I can, take the 15 or 20 minutes it takes to walk over to one of the nearby cafes and um, just grab something, you know, grab something to eat. So it gives me a break and gives me a chance to get up from my desk. Got it. Got it. That's great. You schedule that. 
What about when you get home from work? What does that typically look like for you every evening? Um, I think this is, so for me, this is a place where I know that there, that I could be doing things differently. Uh, typically what that looks like right now is get home from work again, take the dog, um, out for his jaunt, um, come back in either, I, I try to do quite a bit of meal prep on the weekend. So I'm either heating something up that I've prepared on the weekend or maybe, you know, maybe make something for dinner. Um, and then from there, it's like a combination of all the things you got to get done in your life and watching Netflix, you know? Yes. So I'm opening all the mail and, and have something on in the background or I'm, you know, running through bills for the month or, you know, making sure that I've sort of checked the boxes on all of those things. You just got to get done. Sure. Sure. Oh yeah. I get that. That can add up quick. <laughs> all the little nitty gritty things, just organizing, and managing your life. Uh, you know, and I try to keep up with it, but I, you know, on those, on those occasions where I let it go for a little while, then it makes it that much more daunting to get to it. Right. Cause it's yeah. Much yeah. I get that. But it feels so good when it's done. <laughs> it really does, yes. What kind of dog do you have? He's a lab mix. Oh, nice. I have a yellow lab at home. Oh, <laughs> so that's I get, amazing. Yeah, I get having to take them out for a walk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm always grateful to have him, but I'm especially grateful right now because, it, you know, at least two or three times a day I'm outside in the fresh air, in the sunshine, taking, you know, taking a walk and just, getting out of my little box. So. That's great. That's great. Animals are good for the soul, but especially during this time, having a little extra companion and forcing you to go outside is pretty great. Pretty great. Okay, great. Well, that kind of gives me a good idea of what your current day looks like. Um, kind of going through like the three tiers I want to talk about today and really keeping it simple. Um, first, kind of talking about your health. And when I say health, I like to go through as far as what you're eating and how you're moving your body. Um, as you know, I, or may not know, I'm a Whole30 certified coach and I'm not going to be talking about anything Whole30 per se, but more so eating to fuel your body and organizing and scheduling that you're going to eat. Because <laughs> I find a lot of times like you mentioned, my clients say, oh, I worked through lunch or by the end of the day, I realized, oh my goodness, I'm hangry because I haven't eaten anything all day. Um, so being really intentional with your food, I think is something really, really important because it really helps fuel you through your day. So um, I love that you meal prep on the weekends and have a meal already ready to go in the evenings. That makes it so much easier for you. And I love that you're stepping out and, um, getting outside and stepping outside of, you know, eating your lunch at, at work and going to some different places as well. That's great. Do you find that you are eating few foods that fuel your body or do you feel like you're not, or how's that look like for you right now? Um, you know, I, it's sort of a blend, I guess. Sure. Um, I, I actually found you through the whole 30. I'm a huge advocate for the program. Oh, great you know, have done, you know, quite a few rounds pretty successfully. Um, but I have not yet mastered food freedom. Yep. <laughs> so I go through these stages. Um, and I've been, I did January and I think I've been on a, on a good steady kind of balanced approach since then largely. Okay. Uh, 
but I will often after a round sort of fall right back into my old habits. I'm just not being diligent about applying all of the lessons that I've learned and I have learned so many. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, have all the head knowledge. I know exactly what to do. Um, but it has taken me a long time to come around to how much better I feel and how much, you know, just how much better it is all around physically, emotionally to be tracking with the way I know I, um, you know, I'm eating the way that I know really serves me. Um, but I would say, I would say like the last couple of months really have been a shift in that trend of whole 30 and then back to my normal habits. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really working to sort of intentionally turn that corner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, a whole 30, the first time you do it, a lot of people are like, man, this is so challenging. But after it's over, the real work begins with your food freedom because (laughs) all your life you've had all these other habits and those are hard to break in just 30 days or even just a couple of rounds of whole 30. And it does take some time. Um, one thing I would recommend for you as far as like your food freedom goes is when you feel like those old habits are creeping back in, um, write down how you're feeling and what you're eating when that happens. Um, you might over time see some type of correlation. So like for me, example, when I get really stressed out, I turn to sugar. I want sweet stuff. Um, it used to be wine, <laughs> margaritas as well. Um, I finally figured out how that doesn't serve me anymore in the long run. Um, but I, it took me some time to figure that out. You know, I think a lot of times you're just like, why am I just craving this? You know, and, oh, it's my food freedom. I can eat sweet stuff, whatever. It's part of my food freedom. And that's great. But, you know, you really want to think about the reason as to why you're eating it. Are you eating it because it's a worth it treat to you and you're excited about the experience of enjoying like a cupcake or something? Or are you turning to it because, you know, you're angry or sad or stressed out? But, you know, maybe just every time you find yourself returning to your habits before your pre-Hole 30, that you feel like maybe you're getting a little excessive or you're feeling like it's not serving you, start writing those things down and you might see a little correlation over time. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what to do. How many rounds of Whole30 have you done? Oh gosh, probably maybe six or seven at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It took me almost eight rounds before I, I don't do whole 30 anymore. I I figured out what works for me, but it took some time and you go through different seasons of your life and food is very emotional. Um, and it takes a long time to break some habits, but yeah, you know, maybe just write down how you're feeling when those old habits are creeping in. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely do that. It's a great idea. Yeah. And I love that you're being active with your dog. That's a really great way to stay active for sure. And especially since you have wonderful weather, I'm in Indiana and it's kind of a (laughs) iffy (laughs) day by day what the weather is. Um, But do you do any other type of physical activity for yourself as well? Um, Not, I really haven't been, um, but that is some, a place that I would really like to invest Sure. Um, it's something that I think is really missing from my self-care routine. Okay. Um, and so, you know, perhaps for me, a small silver lining in what's going on in the world right now is that I suddenly have an extraordinary amount of time that I never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, this is obviously, you know, no gyms or anything like that are open, but 
I do have great weather. And so I could go out for a walk or go for a run or take my bike or whatever and just go out for an hour and get some activity. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so good for our mental health (laughs) to move our bodies in some way. And, you know, with the schedules changing and whatnot, we, it is kind of a blessing in disguise because we do have more time. So, you know, maybe setting out some type of physical cue for you every day that you're going to move your body, whether it be setting out workout clothes or sneakers that you're going to do it either first thing in the morning or in the evening, whatever works best for you with your work schedule um, where you feel like you have enough time. And, but something that you enjoy, you know, don't go do a class somewhere. Well, not right now. But if you were to go to a gym or a workout class and you're like, I totally hate Zumba. I will never do this again. You know, don't, don't feel like you have to do that. But I feel like there's so many great resources on YouTube and free workouts there or Beachbody workouts even that you're able to do from home to be able to get to move your body. And it's kind of an experiment just trying to find out what works for you, but actually write it down on your schedule, whether it be pen to paper, like in a planner or like a Google calendar and plan out what workouts you're going to do throughout the week and then set out some type of visible physical cue for you, like your workout clothes or sneakers or, you know, lay your dog's leash over your sneakers to know that, okay, I'm going to, I have to walk the dog, but we're going to run intervals together today or (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I know my dog could use some exercise. (laughs) She's getting a little roly-poly, but she's 10. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's um, five, so he hasn't started slowing down yet. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, do, do those cues kind of sound doable for you as far as talking about, like, the food and movement part? Yeah, they really do. Um, and I think, I think both of those things, especially trying to be really intentional about thinking about how I feel, when I start picking up, I'm also a sugar person. So when I start going for the sugar, what is it that I'm feeling that I'm trying to remedy? I know it doesn't serve me. Uh, So that's a great, that's a great tip that I'll be interested to try. Good. Good. I'll be interested to see in a month how that's going. It's usually pretty surprised. It's like, Oh, it's very enlightening about myself. (laughs) Great. Well, let's kind of move on a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about mindfulness because for me, that means being present where you are. And I love that you start the morning with prayer because I think that's such a wonderful way to start your day and to really get your mind right. Because as you mentioned, you're doing a lot of things to get ready in the morning to get ready for your day, but being able to start your day that way is wonderful. Um, for you, what, what does mindfulness mean to you? Um, I've always sort of equated that, I think, with intention, you know, being intentional with your choices, being intentional with your actions, your words, you know, um, and, and just really being careful about how you, you know, how you're moving through the world, both for yourself and the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, you know, I had, um, one of my friends on the podcast and she talked all about mindfulness and how sometimes your habits almost hurt you because you're just mindlessly going through them. Kind of like how you drive to work and you're like, Oh my gosh, how did I get here already? Cause you totally spaced out. Um, so it's being careful and intentional with your thoughts and what you're doing and anything around your self care routine needs to have some mindfulness component to it. Like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this just because 
Emily told me I need to check this off my list or am I doing this because I really know it's going to help me feel better or I know moving my body is going to help me sleep better at night. Um, I love that you're starting your day with prayer. Do you end your day with prayer as well? I usually do. Yeah, there's, um, and especially, you know, at this time, there's, there's so much to be praying for that. Um, I've really found it to be, I find it to be grounding no matter what is going on really in the world. Um, so I, I do tend to open and close my day that way. That's great. That's great. You know, that the reason I ask is I feel like ending and starting your day with some type of prayer or meditation is really great, but I think a lot of people miss doing it in the middle of the day as well. Um, and using your lunchtime is a really great way to do that. One way that I do that is I use um, apps like Headspace or I set an alarm on my phone to remind me to meditate or prayer during the middle of the day. Um, and a new app I've been using, I've been telling everyone about this because I love it. It's called Think Up. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Um, but you pretty much, it's a free app. There's a paid version of it too. But you can record yourself saying positive affirmations. And halfway through the day and at the end of the day, it sends you a reminder to listen into those affirmations. And you can actually record yourself saying them. So you hear yourself saying them. And it's over like really calming pretty pictures and really calming music. And it's a really great way to kind of help, you know, focus back in on what your intentions were for that day or for that week. Um, So I think using technology in that way can be a really great, easy blessing. That's, that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I've just started using it the past two weeks. I'm like, I'm telling everyone about it because I'm like, it's so cool. And it's, it's kind of weird hearing yourself saying it, but it's also very powerful after you listen to it for a few times and you're like, man, this, it's really powerful hearing yourself say this to yourself. Um, so I think that's a really great way. And one thing I always recommend to people as well, um, is the five minute gratitude journal. Have you ever heard of that before? I haven't. Okay. Um, it's, a game changer. I've been using it for two years and it's ingrained in my self-care routine now. So it's a journal that you use in the morning and in the evening. And it takes less than five minutes. And in the morning, it asks you what three things are you grateful for and what would make today great. And it usually has some type of inspirational quote there too. And you write those things down. And then at the end of the day, it asks you, what three things are you grateful for that happened today and what could have made today maybe even better just to kind of reflect on your day. Um, And it's great. It's not dated, which is great. So you can start it at any time. And it's just a really great way to start and end your day with gratitude as well and taking pen to paper, which I think is really, really powerful as well. I love it. Yeah. It's so it's on Amazon. Like everything is. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's a great way to start. Okay. And then the last area I really want to talk about is community or connection, which I think as women, sometimes we struggle with because it's awkward making friends sometimes and having that connection. And we all get caught up in our jobs and our families. And, um, but we really do require and crave connection with other like-minded people. So how do you feel in this area of your life? Do you feel like it's something that's strong or something you want to improve on? You know, it's, um, that's an interesting question because for me, the answer is kind of both. I would say that I have wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friendships. I'm so blessed in that way. Uh, 
But the reality of my life is that almost all of them are virtual now. People have moved away or I, I moved, you know, and, and there's, you know, in the churn, right? So, so those friendships, my closest friendships are virtual. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I have a great community, but I don't have access to them physically. Got it. And so I think where my connection is really lacking is, um, with you know, people, actual human people, where I physically exist. Got it. And, um, you know, I find that I'm sort of at this strange demographic where it is a little tricky to make friends. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I just recently turned 40 and I'm single and I don't have any children. And so I'm not running across a lot of other women in my sort of age group who are sort of in the same stage of life as I am. Yeah. And I've found, not that, not that it makes it hard to make friends, but it, it's, you know, the, the priority and the necessities of the day are really different when you have a family to tend to, or, you know, if you have, um, you know, you just have those other people that are filling your life. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me, while I have this great virtual community, what I really would love to work on is building some community you know, in person. Sure, sure. And it's so interesting with the time we're living in now, a lot of people are having to turn to virtual <laughs> friendships and connecting with their friends that way. And you're like, I already know how to do that. That's great. Yeah. At least that part I've got down, you know. Yeah. I don't think I have any idea what I'm doing, just like everybody else does. But sure. at least in that, you know, I know how to be a good virtual friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is challenging. I think, um, you know, when we are able to go out and socialize again, um, once we're through this quarantine and pandemic that's happening, um, you know, finding people with like-minded interests is where you can start either like through a church or even volunteering somewhere or through your dog, even, you know, at the dog park or meeting new people that way. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, they feel really awkward about it and I feel like it takes some practice over time. So I think complimenting strangers, talking to strangers, whether, you know, you're like intention is, oh, I'd love to learn more about them or be, be their friend or at the same time, just make another person feel good. I think is a sense of connection. Sometimes people lose because our noses are so stuck on our phones. We're not, you know, interacting with people every day. Um, so, you know, reach out to places like that, or even like, um, meetup is a really great website where you can find people with similar interests or networking groups. Um, especially like maybe female focused. If you're looking for more female friends, that's a really great way, but having some intention behind it and really thinking about, I want to learn about other people and find like-minded interests, but I think it does take some time and some intention behind it as well. Um, and also, you know, just feel like, am I being a good friend to the friend circle that you have? Are you checking in on them or just sending someone a quick text to be like, Hey, I was just thinking about you today. How are you doing? I feel like that can have a ripple effect. And sometimes we get so busy in our own life. You know, I know there's plenty of times where I'd be like, man, I haven't talked to so-and-so in like a couple months and it feels really good just to send them a text and, um, check in on them. Yeah. I think those are great. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah. It just takes some time. It's awkward. No one wants to feel like, hey, will you be my friend <laughs> as grown women, which I totally get. Um, you know, I joined a running group about a, two years ago um, just because that was an area in my life where I was like, you know, I feel like I want to challenge myself. But I don't really like running that much, <laughs> but I've made some of my best friends from joining this running club um, through my church um, and then kind of venturing off as well and just forming our own running group as well. Um, but it took some time and finding some people within that group that we really um, clicked together. But it takes some time, like I said, have some intention behind it. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as like what I like to help my clients focus on is like I said, their health, thinking about mindfulness and community. And as far as like time and prioritizing this, I think the biggest um, takeaway I would hope you take away from today, Kimberly, is to think about scheduling these things that we talked about into your calendar, whether it be physically writing them down or putting them in your Google calendar or both. I actually do both because... I'm like that. Um, <laughs> but it's all about starting small and building out these tiny habits over time to really just cultivate a self-care routine to help you feel your best that you don't really even have to think about um, over time. That just becomes a small little habit that habitually you'll do as simple as like brushing your teeth every day. But I think writing this down and scheduling it on your calendar is going to be a big game changer. And especially since we're all at home now, actually sign trying to keep some type of schedule and normalcy is going to be really important to help us feel productive and also feel our best. Absolutely. Great yeah. points. Good, good. So does all this sound pretty doable to you? It does. It really does. Um, and I think, you know, again, silver lining to such a, such a crazy situation could yeah. really for me be, I have a little breathing space. Um, to really start thinking about how I want to intentionally structure these days yeah. so that when we switch back to normal, you know, that, that I can keep some of those good habits that I take the time to develop now. Yeah. Yeah. Take the time to develop them now. So when we go back to business as usual, you already have these habits going and, you know, you may have to tweak them depending on your schedule, but, um, yeah, like like you mentioned, it's just being very intentional with what you're doing and, and knowing that motivation will come and go and being okay with that and giving yourself grace over time as well. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this behind-the-scenes look at one of my self-care coaching calls. Don't forget to leave a rating. Write it out here in iTunes. Take a screenshot of it and direct message me on Instagram at emilynichols22 so I can enter you into the 10,000 giveaway self-care coaching call. That's what I'm calling it, okay? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of great takeaways from this call that I hope you go back and listen to. My number one thing, you know, what was interesting with this client is she found me through the Whole30 community and has done Whole30s before. And food freedom is where you want to get to. You don't want to have to ever do a Whole30 again, like how I don't do Whole30s anymore because I don't need to. I'm secure in my food freedom for the most part, most of the time. You know, seasons come and go and who knows, I might need a Whole30 again someday. But a little bonus tip for you. So like I mentioned to my client, to write down how you're feeling when you find yourself craving certain foods. So here's a bonus tip for you. So if you find yourself craving like, oh man, I am really craving some chocolate chip cookies because you all know that is like my favorite sweets ever. 
or if you think, oh, I'm just starving. I'm just craving all the foods. Okay, here's two bonus tips. Number one, so if you find yourself craving food, thinking you're super hungry, think, would you like to have, does like fish and broccoli sound good to eat right now? Huh? If you're like, ew, gross, no way, <laughs> then you're probably not hungry. However, if you're like, yeah, you know what, that actually sounds pretty good, then you are hungry. Eat something that is going to fuel your body. Okay, here's your other bonus tip. So when you find yourself craving something, think of the acronym HALT, H-A-L-T, R-U-H, actually hungry, you know, doing the fish and broccoli trick, trick I just mentioned to you. A, are you angry? Are you in your feelings? Are you angry about something? L, are you lonely? Are you craving personal connection? Or T, are you just really tired, <laughs> you know, and just a little grumpy and need to rest? So that's a nice little acronym for you to keep in mind. You know, I talk a lot about food with my self-care coaching clients because I really feel like it is the fuel to help you feel mentally and physically well, and that looks different for everybody. So that's something I hope you take away from today's episode. Don't forget to enter the 10,000 self-care coaching call opportunity. Just leave a rating below and go send me a message of that screenshot of your review at emilynichols22 and go ahead and take a look on Instagram to see what's happening all behind the scenes. I so appreciate you listening. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much gratitude for you. So many more episodes coming your way. I love you all. I'll see you next week.